0: Hello, everyone. Happy 2019. And this is Obsessed With Me. Obsessed With Me is the podcast where we talk about the things that we love. We go through those thoughts that you have at night when you're thinking too much about your favorite fandoms. Hi, I'm Lindsay Schley. And this is our part grand opening hard launch the opposite of a soft launch I don't know what you want to call it but this will be launched on Saturday which will be our new posting day with our new posting schedule which will be every other week on Saturday so welcome to the show if this is your first time listening we have a great episode where I look back on 2018 and all the stuff I bought now we all have to buy things in order to live, to sustain ourselves and keep us warm and keep us cool depending on what time of the year it is or where we live. But some of these things are awesome and other of these things are disappointing. So I'm going to share with you those things that I bought that actually lived up to the hype, that actually really made me happy and worked out for what I wanted them for. So sit tight. And we'll get to the show. So before we start, I'm going to introduce you kind of the rules I gave myself for this list. So the rules for this list are, they had to be things I bought myself. They couldn't be things that I got as a gift from someone or that I got for free or something like that. All these had to be gifts that I got bought myself. So I had financial stake in them and they really paid off for that investment. Also, if you got me a gift this year, it's not not on this list because I was an asshole. It's just not qualified even. So without further ado, here is number one, my mini crock pot. So the first item I'm going to be talking about is my mini lunch crock pot. So I am a big fan of crock pots. I am basically constantly using crock pots. I love making soups. I like making chicken dishes. I love making um, tacos. All these things are great for getting really tender meat really flavorful soups, really tender vegetables. Everything is better in a crock pot from my experience. I, I haven't found anything yet that I made in a crock pot that i like, wish I cooked that any other way. Um, so I ended up at a new job where I don't have a microwave at our office, which can get really sad. Um, I like a sandwich every once in a while, but when you're just eating cold sandwiches it gets really old um really hard to like incorporate vegetables and stuff like that not super nutritious so when I got this mini crock pot it really turned things around you can put just about anything in this mini crock pot you can put soups you can put like Chinese rice dishes you can put pastas in there one of The things I've kind of discovered is if you have like a hamburger, you can wrap it in like uh, a wet towel and that kind of heats up really well. I've done tamales in there. All of that works super well. Sometimes you kind of have to cut things up or smush them down to get them fit because it's not the biggest. It's really only meant for one serving, but it works super well. Actually, the crazy thing is I like it more than a microwave. When you cook something in a microwave, You know, sometimes it really dries out your meat, your pasta sauces end up, you know, really grainy. They don't have much moisture left. And if you're at an office where a bunch of people are waiting in line for the microwave, sometimes your lunch ends up being late or you're just waiting there or it takes too long. There's a lot of reasons why microwaves aren't ideal and this crock pot is better. Even if my office were to buy a microwave tomorrow I would probably bring this in and continue using it because it's just better your food is better when it's cooked in this Um, I really like it the other great thing is you know it's plugged in so when you plug it in you put the stuff in when you come in the day by the time it's lunch it's done Um, some things I really like to put in there are I get the soup from Trader Joe's. They have really good soup and they have really good meatballs. Their tomato soup is what I'm referring to. Although they have a roast pepper soup, which is not bad, but, uh, I find the tomato soup is a little bit more flavorful and a little bit creamier. So I take some of their meatballs. I plop them in and yum, I have a delicious soup, um, that's ready for me. It's got a mix of meat and all that. I usually have some bread, super good. of your vegetables. So that's one little recipe tip for if you end up having that. So this one is something that was really helpful to me. If you're not a baker, this may not be that helpful to you. But if you are someone who enjoys baking, you are going to want to have one of these because it has made baking so much easier for me. I am talking about a stainless steel ice cream scoop. Now, I'm I'm not talking about the kind that's kind of curved, that you just kind of use very much like a typical spoon. I'm talking about the kind that you squeeze and there's a little thing that wipes the edge and kind of plops whatever you're using out. I'm talking kind of like the things that the cafeteria ladies used to use to ske- scoop out mashed potatoes. Yeah, that kind of ice cream scoop. I got one for about $7 on Amazon. I think you could get them pretty much anywhere, but if you were a baker, these are going to make your life's easy your life so much easier instead of grabbing dough and rolling out with your hands get a cookie scoop now i know one of the things that is kind of hard for me when i'm cooking is so i make my batter i've got all of that ready to go but i have to do a few different batches to cook it you know usually you're making 40 or 60 cookies you can't fit those all on one pan, that's for sure. So what you end up doing is you have to grab all those cookies, kind of roll them out, and then you have some more batter you put back in the fridge. You're not going to sit around for 10 minutes just staring with your dirty hands until the next batch of cookies is made. So you have to go wash your hands. So you're doing that at least three times over the course of the day. And I have super sensitive skin. All that washing of my hands really dries out. It doesn't help that I'm usually using dishwashing lotion because that dishwashing fluid is what just happens to be next to my sink. So my hands end up super dry. It's not fun. But when you have a cookie scoop, you don't have to worry about that because you don't have to touch the cookie dough. You just scoop it out, squeeze it, plopped perfectly sized cookies. The other good thing about this is your cookie sizes end up a bit more consistent, which is good just to make sure that each of your cookies is cooked exactly the way you want to. Super easy. Definitely was a huge quality of life improvement for me as a baker. I have no idea why I didn't do this sooner since it was such an easy thing to buy. So... This is a really hyped product, and it was really one of the best things I bought in 2018 for me personally, but I'm going to give you this with so many stipulations because as much as I think that this worked exceptionally for me, I don't think it's gonna work for everyone. So without further ado, I'm going to talk about my weighted blanket. I have had insomnia for long as I can remember. I, from what I understand, I was a pretty good sleeper as a baby, but as a kid that was definitely not the case. I have always had an overactive imagination. It resulted in me kind of being really scared of the dark, really imagining things on the walls, getting spooked by sounds. I was that kid that was constantly running into my parents' bedroom because I had psyched myself out or I had had a nightmare. It did not help that one of my favorite activities was watching ancient aliens on the History Channel, but it can't be a bad thing because it's on the History Channel, right? Oops. Big mistake. Oh, well, we have learned. None of that has changed. As an adult, except for I don't watch Ancient Aliens anymore because it's weird, but I still find Aliens interesting. Um, but I still have that overactive imagination. It presents itself in new and exciting ways, such as anxiety. Um, and I spend a lot of my time laying in bed, trying to sleep, and being like, Oh shit, will I ever sleep? It's, it's the question. So my ideal sleep situation that I have used to try to get past all this insomnia is I have an eye mask, I wear earplugs to keep as much light and sound out as possible. I actually have a blackout um, blind on my window. It's a very small window going into an alley with not much light but it also has a blackout, blackout blind, so it's it's pretty dark. But what I really want is like to be in a very cold room with like 20 million blankets piled on top of me. That is what I usually do if I wanna sleep. Instead of doing that, I can now put on my weighted blanket. Now, so the weighted blanket I got is from a company called Yorkville, it was $160. I got the 18 pound, cause that's what was recommended based on my weight. It's not the cheapest one, but it's also not one of the more expensive ones. And I made sure to pick one that reviews said weren't too, exp- too heavy. Because what I really want is to both be cool and also have like the feeling of being swaddled in a womb. Like a cool womb. That doesn't exist, nor has it ever existed. But it is what my body wants. And the closest I've ever gotten to it is my weighted blanket. Um, My weighted blanket is pretty great. It really gives me that sense of pressure, almost like, I don't know, you have a hug or you have like several cats lying on top of you. This one is not too hot. I avoid getting hot. I know that there's some that have been made specifically to cool, but those are like $200 and I didn't have $100. I had $160, not $200, so I got this one instead, and it's pretty good. Sometimes it's a little too warm in the middle of summer. It's a really hot day, and the air conditioning just isn't cutting it. But, um, for the most part, I've been able to use this whenever I want. Now, since I have started using this blanket, I haven't had one of my nights where I don't remember falling asleep don't remember falling asleep nights or just like lying in bed trying to fall asleep for hours nights. are kind of my worst nightmare. Except for I wish I was asleep so I could have a nightmare. They leave me so tired. I get so anxious. And actually when I was back home without my weighted blanket I had one. But I haven't had one since. I don't know if it's just because I have some sort of security blanket. I don't know if I just got unlucky but it seems like it's really improved it. Here's the thing. Only certain people will like this. You're only going to like this if you're the person who likes those 20 million blankets on top of yourself. If if that makes you feel claustrophobic, just thinking about it, don't do it. But, but if you're already a person who is piling a bunch of blankets on top of yourself, like myself, this is a good idea. This is going to this is going to give you that comfort that you need, that you're probably not getting easily. And, you know, it can be worth the money. $160 is a lot of money to drop on a blanket. And I had to think about it a really long time. But I did it. And if you're one of those people who just, just wants to be just smothered in blankets, just like... Barely able to breathe in the weight of the 20 different blankets you put on yourself. Just in your cocoon of woolen fabrics and cottons. This is a good investment. This is going to make it so much easier. You won't die if you need to go to the bathroom and you can't get out of your many layers. It's going to be cool. You will not become a mummy in your own wrappings of sheets and stuff. It's pretty good if you don't want to die that way. But, um, a lot of people act like it's going to help everyone, and I think it's only going to help certain specific people. So, don't buy it if you don't fit any of the categories that I just noted. Alright, for our next item, we are going to talk about my Pali sandals. So, um, I didn't realize it until, like, this year, but I have really sensitive feet. I had some sandals I really enjoyed. They were very comfortable. And then I walked through them. I walked on them so long and so hard that my my foot just plopped. They just plopped out. They My foot flopped out. And where my toes met, just pulled out of the bottom of the sandal. And it was a mess. And I was stumbling around the streets of New York City. And it was a nightmare. I think I was going home from work. Ugh. It was not a fun time. Man, sometimes walking in New York City is so stressful. Which is why it's important to have some good shoes. And let me tell you, I have had so many bad sandals trying to find my replacement sandals. So I originally got so I was like, okay, I'm going to get another pair of flip-flops because I'm good with flip-flops. So I got some Kate Spade flip-flops that were really cheap. At like discount department store, so I tried those and they were just like a little too tight on the top of my foot. And it wasn't that they were hurting me; it was just that they weren't comfortable. So it became clear that I was not going to be able to wear those for long days of walking. So I'm like, shit. All right, I need to get something else. So I was like, all right, I think that you know. So there's none of that bothersome between-the-toe stuff. We're just going to get, like, a slide-in sandal. I think a slide-in sandal would be really awesome. So I go to Target, and I get these sparkly silver slide-in sandals. I'm like, all right, these will be perfect. Can't wait. So I'm walking, and unfortunately, the fabric on the top, which is a little patterned and glittery glittery and sparkly and all that, and where the bottom of the shoe meet, there's, like, this little seam. And that little seam irritated the shit out of the top of my foot. Before I knew it, I was getting blisters. And I was so sad. I was like, damn it, I thought that these $20 cheap shoes were going to be the solution to all my problems. But here they are, making my feet bleed. Cool. So, I went on the web's internet. And I'm like, alright, I will find something on the internet that is... Like a good shoe, like a good investment shoe. Because surely if I invest in a good shoe, that's, you know, an expensive Dr. Scholl's suit, shoe. I will not have this problems. So I got some slides from Dr. Scholl's. Very cute, black with kind of a wrap pattern on the top. And like a white sole. Very cute shoes. So I go and I start walking on them. And sure enough, they have the exact same problem as the $20 shoes I bought from Target. I think they were more expensive. But maybe I got a deal on them. I don't really remember how much they were. But I know they were enough to disappointment me with how bad they were. So the exact same thing happens. There's a bit that is on your foot. And it's where the fabric from the top meets the fabric at the bottom. And it irritated the shit out of my foot. I was so mad. I was getting blisters again on the top of my foot who gets blisters on the top of my your foot that's such a weird place to get blisters so eventually i found a buzzfeed article about how there's these really cheap shoes from hawaii that that are really comfortable and i was like hmm you know what hawaiians probably are like outdoorsy and shit so they probably have to walk a bit so if hawaiians all like these shoes maybe these are good shoes so I got these Pally Jandals, so they're like Jesus sandals, so they're the kind that have the two strips on the top and you slide them in. And I gotta say, these sandals are the shit. They're not very expensive, hmm, let me check how much that cost. So they're $15 on Amazon. I bought them originally on Amazon, um, and the sizing was a little confusing. On their sizing chart that they said that basically you buy from the male size. Like the sizing is typical unisex sizing. So I bought like a seven because I have sized nine feet. Um, and then they came and they were comically small. They were hilariously small. So it turns out the sizing is actually more like women's sizing for what I got. I got these red ones. Um, they didn't have my size in them to... Returned, But I found them on Walmart or reordered them. I got them finally and they are very comfortable It is made of one solid rubbery plastic type Material so there's no problem with the seams rubbing my foot like I had with the other sandals. It has this sort of uh, These little dots on the bottom that kind of massage your foot while you walk which is pretty great especially when you're walking all over the place in New York. But yeah, I have taken these things to the beach. I have taken these things all around New York. They clean up pretty easily. You just have to give them a quick wash. They do accumulate some dirt, but it's pretty easy to clean it off. Yeah, they're just very comfortable and they are the cheapest of the sandals I tried in this terrible sandal quest. They are the cheapest ones and they are the best ones. I might get them in black, too. I don't know. They're they're pretty great. So if you were looking for a sandal, I'm not sure they're, like, the world's most couture sandal, but they're pretty dang comfortable. And if they're comfortable walking for me all around New York City during the summertime, they are going to be comfortable for you, that's for sure. Last but not least, I am suggesting a bit of a medical device. I got a water pick this year, and my teeth feel so much better. I have pretty good teeth. Um, I got my first cavity, I want to say, about the time I turned 21, but I got my first cavity for a reason. So I, like many middle class kids, got orthodontia, and my teeth look pretty good. But some of my teeth have shifted over time. I use my retainer regularly. I don't, maybe there's just to some extent that you can't help it. But there is a tooth in the back that has kind of, ended up kind of turned. versus where my orthodontia is. I think actually it wasn't there when I did my orthodontia. So that might be part of the problem. I'm not sure exactly, but it has kind of turned. So it's not, quite in line with the rest of my teeth. And because of that it has created a pinch point. And that pinch point is the bane of my existence. Whenever I eat anything kind of chewy or stringy, popcorn, um pulled meats, it gets stuck in there and it's so annoying. It can get painful sometimes. And so it results in a lot of flossing which can be bloody. I have these little toothpick thingies that are specifically for tight spaces because my teeth are very tight together um which I carry with me all the time but it's so annoying and uh, sometimes that stuff doesn't work no matter how hard I try with it. Temperature sensitive parts of your teeth it's gonna hurt so don't do that be be careful um don't make it too hot obviously or else that's gonna hurt the other way but just like get like a nice room you temperature water and that's going to be so much more comfortable than anything else and I really think it's better than flossing for one you're not constantly throwing away floss you're using water which can be you know reused in the water cycle so it seems more environmental so I'm going to talk a little bit about the water pick I have I got this um wireless rechargeable model because I don't want to go through batteries and batteries can be such annoying bitch Um, This one just plugs into your wall and you can recharge it whenever you need to. I think I've charged it like once and it's been working since. So you don't have to charge it a lot. I think I've charged it once when I got it and I charge it once again in the last three or four months. So you don't need to recharge it a lot. It's really a once every once in a while thing. Sometimes like that's just not enough. I'll go with like a couple of days grossly having stuff stuck in that part of my teeth. So I had heard people talking about water picks and like how great they are. I'm like, I'm going to give it a go. For those who don't know, a water pick is a thing that basically shoots super concentrated water in a stream. And you use that like flossing. So you go kind of around the top of your teeth, you go in between your teeth, stuff like that. And... I have to say, you know, it's kind of like you're having the dentist experience every day. My teeth have never felt so clean. It is so good at getting those really stuck things out of my teeth. Like the first time I did it, it got this piece of chicken that was stuck in the back of my teeth out so easily, which is usually such a struggle. struggle, Like I could have cried. It was such a good moment for me. But I I think even if you don't have weird teeth struggles though I imagine probably a lot more of us do than actually talk about them because they're gross and no one wants to talk about that shit. Even if you didn't have that, my teeth have never felt this clean. I feel like I just came home from the dentist every single day of my life. Do you know how awesome that is? I feels so good. And I think one of the things that kept me from flossing is usually my mouth would bleed a lot. My mouth would bleed a ton and it it felt gross. I felt dirtier after flossing than I did before flossing, which isn't necessarily the case, but it was how I felt. I feel much cleaner afterwards. You can even um, add a little um, mouthwash in with your water So you kind of have that minty freshness. So that's super cool. A word of caution. Make sure the water you use is at kind of room-ish temperature. Don't put really cold water in there. Because if you have any sensitive spot, it will hurt. It will be like, ah! You will freeze the shit out of your poor water. Like, I got mine for $32. I just looked on Amazon and apparently they're replacing it with a newer model. Which is similar but it's like $52 I would advise trying to get the cheaper model if you can because it works perfectly fine and um, it's not as expensive I guess the only thing is it doesn't have a huge thing of water so usually when when I'm doing my teeth I usually have to refill it once in the middle there are some models of water pick that have kind of a large reservoir so you don't have to refill it very much It's a little easier. It's kind of figuring out what works best for you. I mean, I have five roommates, so we're always kind of crammed into the bathroom, so it wouldn't make much sense to have a giant contraption on our pedestal sink, so the um, wireless portable one is better for me, but depends on what your house. If you have a house, because you're lucky, like, man, good for you. Like, what's up? Way to kill it. Um, Maybe you can fit the giant one, but my apartment isn't fitting it. Nope. So that is the weird random things that more than anything else made my life severely better in 2018. Who knows what 2019 will have. Hopefully I don't buy a bunch of things from Amazon or Target or whatever and I'm sad Only time will tell. Thank you all for listening. I'll be back in two weeks with another thing I have randomly obsessed about and decided to force upon your ear holes. Goodbye, farewell, and go love something.